My Seven Chakras, Episode 8. Go forth and let your good works glorify God, for the tongue and teeth may lie, but your actions never do. Let the presence of the presence be present in you to light the presence of another, for there is no other but the one. The Seven Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. Join Aditya as he embarks on a journey to interview healers, thought leaders, and experts who have dedicated their lives to raising the level of human consciousness. Welcome to My Seven Chakras, and now your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. So good morning, good afternoon and good evening. Aditya here and I'm excited to bring to you our featured guest today, George James. So George, are you ready to inspire? Yes, I am. I'm ready to inspire. Perfect. (laughs) Intuition. It's not what you think. It's what you don't think. George James is a master facilitator of the perceptive awareness technique and will share his personal and professional experiences and insights to aid you on your journey. So, George, I've given our listeners a short introduction. So, why don't you take about 40 seconds to introduce yourself? Oh, well, you pretty much said what I would say that I'm George James, master facilitator of the perceptive awareness technique and Soma Pai healing instructor. And I use my gifts to help you find yours. One of your gifts is intuition. And as Aditya said, intuition is not what you think. It's what you don't think. And you should learn to use it consciously. Wonderful. Thanks for that super introduction. So here at My Seven Chakras, we believe in the power of Ichin and Sanzin, a Buddhist term, which means that there are 3,000 words, possibilities or outcomes from a single thought. Mm -hmm. In other words, there is infinite potential in a single thought, concept or idea. So we usually start our show with an inspirational quote that will get us into a space of awareness, learning and compassion. So George, what is your favorite inspirational quote? And give us an example of how you apply this quote to your everyday life. My favorite inspirational quote is the one that I use to close my classes. And it goes like this. Go forth and let your good works glorify God, for the tongue and teeth may lie, but your actions never do. Let the presence of the presence be present in you to light the presence of another, for there is no other but the one. Peace. And I apply this quote by finding any opportunity to uplift an individual at any time, at any place that I can. For example, if I see someone that doesn't have a smile on this face or that they're hurting in some way. I say nice, wonderful things to them. I said, why the sadness? Can I help you? You know, it'll be okay. Or one day I was driving home and I saw this homeless man standing out in the hot sun. And I went back up to Trader Joe's and got a bottle of ice cold water, big size bottle. And I came back, made a U-turn. And as I held it out for him to come and get in, as he walked towards the car, he raised his eyes up to the sky and gave God a thanks for his prayer being answered for water. That touched me and made me feel like I was doing something on behalf of God to help this man. So it's not the grand things, it's the little things. It's what we call in the Buddhists to call it the random act of kindness. It takes nothing to be kind other than, remember, we're not separated. We're all one. And that's the best part. We have to get over all of this illusion, but we are all one. 
you know, I am my brother's keeper, my sister's keeper, whatever. We're one big family. That's awesome. I mean, we've just started the show and so many nuggets of wisdom already. So thanks for that, uh, George. You're welcome. I mean, it just uh, goes to say that uh, all of us want to do something great in our lives. And sometimes we wait for that perfect opportunity to do something great, ultimately maybe to end hunger. But the thing is that life presents us opportunities every single day, every moment. We just need to look around and identify whose life can we enhance at that very moment moment so thanks for inspiring us you're welcome and one more thing i want to add here mm-hmm. is you don't have to wait for every moment is a now one little step don't ever be shy to say can i help you hello how are you you'd be surprised how it turns a person's day it doesn't have to be grandiose you don't need a thousand people and or anything fancy just be yourself open your heart and realize this is somebody that you knew in some other lifetime you still have to remember them so george let's just say you're at a health resort somewhere among the mountains and someone asks you george what is the main focus at this point in your life what would you tell them i would tell them my main focus at this point in my life has pretty much been that focus is to empower people to be the master of their journey so often people want to give that mastership to someone else but it's called self realization because only you yourself can realize that now there is a sloka that i learned from swami chandrasekhar it's called salutations to the one and the translation of it is i prostrate to all the aspects of the divine to the founder of my lineage to the great realized ancestors and to all living spiritual masters i am that absolute reality that is the one without the second beyond the modifications of the mind the self of the individual realized being that knows by direct perception the essence of monism so we know by our own nervous system our own perception everybody's perception is valid but your perception is what matters wonderful that's really powerful if you don't mind uh, and if you could share that shloka with me later on i'm going to put it in the show notes for people to refer to okay so george my seven chakras is about learning about our chakras so listeners for those of you who don't know what a chakra is the sanskrit word chakra literally means a wheel or a disk in yoga meditation or reiki this term refers to wheels of energy throughout our body and there are seven main chakras which are aligned along the spine starting from the base of the spine through to the crown of the head these swirling chakras contain invisible energy called prana which is the vital life force that keeps us vibrant healthy and alive so george could you tell us a little bit about the significance of chakras in your teaching the perceptive awareness technique okay in the perceptive awareness technique our focus is on expanding one's connection to the soul so to enhance your balance we teach you a unique copyrighted affirmation developed by Connie Newton the founder and it's called I am the light i'm going to recite that for you and if the listeners want that i have them on the back of my business cards they can email me and i'll be happy to send them the, the card with it on the back and it goes like this i am the light the light is within me the light moves throughout me the light surrounds me the light protects me i am the light for that is what we are every time in any of the spiritual literature you look you will hear the words let there be light aham jyoti it all begins with light so we also teach 
in the class along with this, with that eye in the light, there are movements that will help you move the light through the body. But we also teach you unique movements that move more light through the body with astral geometries that are unique to our class. So that's what we do. Now, another thing that people, when people think of chakras as something outside, they're part of the body. And basically, technically, physiologically, they are where plexus of nerves come together. So that's why at the third eye we have the pineal gland. At the throat, you have the vagus nerves as it begins to wander down into the chest. Then we get to the heart chakra. Then we get to the spleen chakra where there's another nerves, plexus of nerves there. And then there's one at the second chakra, which is at the genital region. And then there's the one at the perianum, which is the root chakra. And that's a whole bunch of them. There are all nice little acupuncture points as well. So, George, let's dive a little deeper here. Could you talk a little bit about your teaching perceptive awareness technique? What do you like most about it? And how has it benefited your life so far? So, the perceptive awareness technique is a very unique technique. It's a three-day class developed by Connie Newton based on her 35 years of successfully training people with a proven intuition technique with an accuracy rate of 98% to 100%. It employs a unique tone that creates an energy bridge between your brain hemisphere and the cosmic mind that enables you to access direct truth at will. Your intuition learn to use it consciously. And so with that in mind, what we do, we get you started from day one. That tone activates the glands and the head. We teach you a systematic, easy-to-follow procedure, and it's verified. Our classes are small, maximum of 10 people, and everything is verified all the way through. And we're there for you. So how did you actually get into this amazing teaching? <laughs> and uh, what were you doing before you embarked on this uh, wonderful journey? Tell <laughs> well, before I embarked on this wonderful journey, especially for the intuitive part, I was HR manager for a trade association in D.C. We're all born with intuition. And as a child, my intuition was my silent source that kept me safe from harm and comforted me in troubled times. And in 1979, after a year of intense work stress, I learned to meditate. I was teaching emotionally disturbed adolescents in Vancouver, Washington. When I took meditation, it enhanced the presence of my intuition. But the thing was, I still not, did not have conscious control. So in 1987, a friend called me on one night and told me about Connie Newton's integrated awareness class. Now, here's the fun part. I had at least three or six people suggest this throughout the year. Only this time, I was given the contact information, so I made the phone call to register for the class. Connie's gift is so unique. It's a one of a kind. And her class changed my life and me to my core. It immediately brought my intuition under my conscious control, which is what we do with the PAT. We bring it under immediate control. And... With that, when I went back to the office <laughs> after spending a week with her for this class, everything was so different. I'm sure. I used it in my work. I used it for personal needs to get the guidance I wanted, to have that deeper understanding with my soul. And 
since I was always helping people with my gifts of intuition at one point, it just expanded. And so when the opportunity came for me to be able to do this, it was a blessing, a real blessing. And there are two other facilitators that also teach this as well. Susan Zumo, who is in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and she's a great teacher. And so is Carol Kravath, who's in Minnesota. She's also a great teacher as well. You know, we're just, we're here as this team to spread the light, just like you're here spreading the light with your radio show. And they'll know how to get a hold of me, which is georgejames.org. But if they want to go to Carol's website, it's a tip-top website. And she has a YouTube. It's YouTube Carol Joy. And she has wonderful information about intuition with her videos. And Susan has hers at susanzumo.com. And she has her videos on intuition, just like I have mine, called Accessing Intuition in Real Time on my website, And they're also available on YouTube if people want to look at them. So let's say a person listening to the show right now wants to get a perceptive awareness healing technique session done. What are certain benefits that a person could obtain in the short term and on the long term basis? Since it's more of an intuitive technique, I'm going to talk about what it does from the intuitive perspective for the person who takes the class. The first benefit that a person gets in its long term, and that is They have conscious access to their intuition at will. And what happens with this, the other long-term things that come up for them is immediately it builds intuitive mind capabilities. It develops expansion of the right brain usage. It teaches communication skills and enhance a lot of others. Expands future mind capabilities for mankind. It builds confidence in your personal talents it increases one's intuitive process. And remember, intuition comes from the higher mind. It's not what you think. It's what you don't think. Learn to use it consciously. It's a natural part of us. It develops reliance on one's faith in motives, and it releases stress for better performance. That's what you get when you give me three days of your time. So from what you're saying, this practice has a lot of benefits Mm -hmm. some of them are on the short term but a lot of them are on the long-term basis as well and I, i think what our listeners need to take from this is to realize that a lot of these practices need dedication trust and hope and not dependence on the immediate gratification that we're all so associated with these days so yeah thanks for that now with the perceptive awareness technique you get immediate feedback, Mm -hmm. Okay. right? You come out of there confident because if your skills don't meet our requirements, we won't let you go. You have to build that up. So this is a class that you come in, you're going to walk out of this door, changed and proven that you do have control of your intuition because you are monitored and tested every step of the way. I like that. So you said three days, right? Three days. Wonderful, wonderful. And we do them on the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it's convenient. Okay. Yeah, it's convenient. Right. Now, George, the alternative healing space is truly amazing, where at times miracles can take place. And I've heard of numerous healing stories in which people literally transformed their lives. So what is your biggest and most inspiring student story till date? Well, in the perceptive awareness area, 
That's a tough question because what's inspiring to me is when student takes what they've learned and begin to soar on their path to serve others. Now, I've been teaching this since 2000, and this class has been created in 1976. So it has been proven by thousands of people from all around the globe, from all walks of life. But what was really fascinating to watch was when I was working as a healer practitioner at one of the hospitals in the Baltimore area. The, the practice manager wanted to take herself to another level, and so wind up doing a perceptive awareness technique for the staff. That, that meant a nurse, her, and two of the physicians there. And the blossoming that took place after that, she realized there was so much more that she wanted to do than just be a practice manager. She went back and got an executive MBA. And then, and then, this is what happened here. She became the corporate director of physician recruitment service for a major university hospital. And with her goal is to help bring balance in the healthcare system between the allopathic and the holistic approach. And there are others who have gone on to totally restructure their life and get into the career that they need to do. I've actually seen some amazing things in and out of this country. I've seen people suddenly with the light switch goes off and they use the intuition of their own business owners to help restructure the company so that it improves from the inside out with communication and love and oneness. And from a personnel perspective, I've seen other people in personnel who've taken this class help to use this to get better employees to the company. So I think brings back the point of Ichin and Sanzen that we discussed a while back that there are 3,000 possibilities from a single moment. And you actually shared a wonderful example where this person took hold of that moment and took charge and took, got an executive MBA and, and really proved her, her potential to not only herself, but also the community, the people around her. So that's awesome. One of the things that we stress very, very much in the perceptive awareness technique to be successful intuitive, you must be of service to others. It is not about you. When you're thinking it's all about me, then you put up a block. It's your ego. It's one of the things I always say to people, whether I'm doing an intuitive counseling session or a soma pi healing, the first thing I say to them when they sit down is I say, how can I be of service to you today? So it's all about being of service to you. I'm here to use my gifts to help you find your gifts. I'm here to elevate you. So in order to climb the ladder of higher consciousness, one of Connie Newton's favorite comments to the classes is this, you must lift someone up ahead of you. That's the key. That's a wonderful way of thinking. In, in fact, it sort of comes to my mind uh, when you say this is that help someone and the universe will help you. Right. Because there is no difference. There is no difference. What do they say in India? Aham brahasmi. I am that I am. 
wonderful wonderful now from what i understand people who want to make such a positive change the example that you shared before mm-hmm. many such examples might be experiencing varying levels of stress and pressure maybe from multiple areas maybe from their job their relationship the business or from school so what are certain things a person needs to keep in mind before getting into your teaching of the perceptive awareness technique well first thing i want to for them to remember is when we call upon our intuition it comes to us through our higher mind and it is quick accurate and trustworthy it's a spiritual gift to guide us and improve our lives and those of many others again I remind you that intuition is not what you think it's what you don't think it's a natural part of you and learn to use it consciously and PAT gives you that skill the second most important thing i would say to other people is they should have a strongly in their heart and mind when coming to learn this proven and tested method is one they seriously want to connect to their soul and two they seriously want to be of service to help others that is what makes the person perfect thanks for that insight so george from your experience what is one highly beneficial health advice or tip that you could share with our audience which can be implemented immediately for example drinking warm water with a dash of honey and lemon is really health- healthy for the body well the first thing i'm going to say is take the perceptive awareness technique so you can learn consciously to interact with your soul now to understand more of this then i invite you to go to my website georgejames.org and watch my videos accessing intuition in real time to learn more as well as sign up for the classes and i'll also suggest that you go and watch to carol's website which i gave before which is tip top website and susan zumo's which is susanzumo.com because we all will teach the same thing but each of our videos gives you a different perspective on intuition so that you have an idea this is a class it is fun it is intense but it's all about you and we are there to be of service to you and for you awesome so chakra healers just to remind you at the end of the show we'll be repeating the uh, links as well as the websites once again just so that you can take note and head on right over to the website to watch the videos and enhance your life so george let's move on to the next phase of our show which is all about major challenges or learning moments at my seven chakras we are all about gaining life lessons from the experiences of our guests it's only when we push ourselves beyond our limits that our success becomes meaningful to ourselves and respected by others so george tell us about a time when you were faced by a major challenge or barrier take us to that moment what were you feeling at that instance and then how did you approach or overcome that challenge oh that is a really beautiful question and the major challenge that comes to my mind was in the fall of 1988 i took my integrated awareness technique class in march of 1988 i was the hr manager and i received a phone call from santa fe new mexico and it presented me with the opportunity to do what i love which is to assist people who want to grow and change their life to add to humanity's positive growth and i was going to learn how to do that via past life regression using acupressure instead of the needles on one hand i was 
elated that my prayer was being answered to serve. On the other hand, I had to wrestle with the process that I had six months left before I would be invested in the pension plan. I was nervous, my body was shaking, and my mind was in a battle. And my solution was real obvious. I sat down in my chair and did the integrated awareness technique that I had learned and asked my soul for direct guidance. And I got it. It said, this is an opportunity that will expand even more, but it's not the only way. But this is the opportunity. The door has been open for you have prayed. And I said, got it. And so the next morning I walked into my boss, who was the corporate secretary, and said, "Uh, I have some news for you. I'm going to be leaving in two months permanently to do what I do. Because I was doing a lot of intuitive counseling in the office in energy healing for some people. So I wasn't just being the HR manager. I was the man to go to for more than just what we get. And then when I went home, I still worked with people in the evening or on the weekends. So the book that was really helpful to me was a book by Marcia Sinter called Do What You Love, The Money Will Follow. So I was reading that book and I was inspired, but I was still a little hesitant. And so God gave me a second sign through the New York Times. (laughs) And the story was about a riverboat captain who had all these maritime degrees and he was running a gambling boat. And the reporter said to him, with all the degrees that you have, you could be making tons of money doing big tankers. And he said, what I do right now is these people are fulfilling a fantasy and having joy in their life. That is far more joyful to me. I do what I love. The money will follow. And that's the point. When we take the first step, it's always that first step. That's why the mantra on the money that we have here in the United States is, in God we trust. I say personalize it, in God I trust. And the only way you can show the trust is stepping out. And you can't step out and say, I'm fabulous, I'm wonderful. You know, you step out with the humble quality realizing you're not the only one in this world that can do things. Everybody has a gift. Everybody is unique. Your uniqueness is yours. And I remember when I was, before you could take intuition at that time, Connie had this, she was the only one teaching this. And so before you get into class, she would sit with you, never met you, and give you a reading. And she said something to me very important. She says, As I look, I see you walking down your path, looking around you to see who's behind you. She said, there is no one behind you because this is your path. Everybody is on their path. In other words, stay focused on what you're here to do. Drop the ego, buddy. Just march into the light. Serve. They're all serving. So looking back now, what is that one major life lesson you would want our listeners to take away from your story? The one thing I would want you to take away from the story is this. No matter what comes in your life, the soul is always there for you. The second thing I would want you to remember is this. Trust the soul. 
it knows your true purpose and will guide you if you ask. That's why you have heard the biblical phrase, seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. Ask and it shall be given. But all of that requires you, the seeker, to take the action. You have to desire it from that place that is pure. You then begin to seek. When you arrive at that door, you have to knock. But that means you have formulated a question or questions in your mind and you ask. And then when you get your answers, you are now responsible for understanding and taking action. You are the one in charge of your life. Thanks for that. So thank you for sharing your precious life lessons with us and allowing us to learn from your experiences. I know it must have been challenging for you to go back to that moment. But at My 7 Chakras, we strongly believe that our experiences only make us stronger. That is correct. I agree with you 100%. Awesome. So, George, we are now moving to the next portion of our show, which is all about finding the reason we've been placed on this earth. We're going to talk about finding your true calling or your true purpose. So, listeners, when you find your true calling, it's a different feeling of happiness, empowerment, and fulfillment. You realize that you've been training for your calling since the moment you were born, and just when you need it most, the right people will show up with just the right tools you'll need to support you on your journey so in case you haven't found your calling yet just hang in there and trust that you will find it when you least expect it so my question to you george have you found your calling if yes what is your calling yes i found my calling when i made that phone call to learn to put my intuition under my control that was the change it was all about the service that's why i say using my skills to help you find yours. It's about empowering the other because there really is no other. It's just the one. Thanks a lot for that. I'm sure that when you discovered your calling, you might have felt ecstatic, excited and extremely empowered because you could say with conviction that this is what you want to do for the rest of your life. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. That is correct. Awesome. Great. And you spoke about the moment. And I love the fact that you share with us the importance of realizing the moment, being in, in a position of reception from the universe and asking. So if you had to talk about that moment, that exact moment when you found your calling, let's go back in time and let's hear that story. That story, when we're going back in time, was when I was 19 and a half and I lived in New York City. And beside working in neuroresearch as a technician, I was also doing part-time modeling. And I went out on a, an assignment, and I had a hot dog. And later that evening, I got very, very sick and went to the hospital and slipped into a coma. And it was in that coma that I had a meeting with my soul and my guardian in, in this beautiful room. And they were standing on a platform, and I was standing on the platform just below them. And I was arguing because I thought, I didn't want to stay here. This place sucks. You know, these people are so cruel. Why am I still here? I didn't think, you know, I want to go. And it said, you can't because you have a commitment to God that you have to fulfill. There are others waiting for you. What does that mean? I don't have any skills. I'm only 19 and a half. You know, I'm eking out, learning how to be an adult. What can I do? Gift of intuition has always been there, but it wasn't under my control. And my 
journey took me down this path to learn that intuition is not a psychic phenomena according to the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. It is a byproduct of consciousness. It's another higher state of consciousness that we can access. The ability to hear, see, or feel are what they would call from the yoga perspective siddhis, S-I-D-D-H-I. But intuition is when clear audience, hearing, clear sentience, feeling, operate simultaneously as a knowing it bypasses the conscious mind. That's intuition. The other ways in which they are expressed are unique for the individuals or even for the person you may be assisting on their journey. Some people are visual, so you'll have to talk to them visually. The soul will always know what it is that you need. And when I got out of that coma and I left the hospital, the doors opened very, very, very wide. I was on my way to work, and there was a poster around a telephone pole about some Rinpoche doing a speech at the the what is the ethical society in New York City. I'm 19 and a half. What does sitting and talking stuff that I have no clue about? You're 19, your answer's about, okay, it's Friday, let's go out and party. Well, what happened was I went to the lecture. I learned new things, heard words that I had no clue what they mean. And yet, there was this deep peace inside of me. I didn't want to go dance. I came home and sat down and closed my eyes and went into a very long meditation that I didn't know I was doing. And then the modeling assignment that I went out the day that I ate that hot dog and had that near-death experience, I actually wind up getting a scholarship to go to college. And all the doors open, but it's taking that first step. Don't be afraid. The soul has you. It's waiting for you to have it, consciously. This is a blessing. And it remind me of this Persian fable that I sometimes use when I'm talking to the doctors about the value of the soul, is the king had four wives, a young one, one that was a trophy wife, one that was his confidant, and one that he just totally ignored. But when it came time for him to die, and he learned he was dying, he went and asked all his four wives, will you go with me? And the young one said, nope, <laughs> no way. The trophy wife said to him, I'm going to get married. The confidant, the second wife, said, I've taken you as far as I can. The first wife said, I'll go with you. The first wife, that young wife, was the body. That trophy wife was the ego. The confidant was the family. That first wife was the soul. All the others are going to leave you. The soul will go with you from lifetime to lifetime. So learn to use it and access it consciously. That's why we have the perceptive awareness technique. Thanks a lot for sharing that profound story. And what a moving story and experience that you had at the bare age of 19. I must say it was a really unique experience. And thanks for sharing that with us. 
You're welcome. You mentioned that the moment you were able to get your intuition under control, that's when so many opportunities, in fact, the metaphorical door opened up for you. And what comes to my mind is the a short little poem by Marianne Wil- Williamson, mm-hmm. when she says that our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And also, only if we are able to get our power under control, that our opportunities really unfold uh, in front of us. And in your case, I believe that strong power that you had was your in- intuition. And when you were able to get it under control, that's when your door opened. So thanks for that. You're welcome. And at the time when you have it, there's still the purification process that goes on. You know, we have a lot of ego, even when we say we don't have ego. And then when we find ego, we still find more later on because, as they say, knowledge is structured in consciousness. Knowledge is different in different states of consciousness. So when one expands their consciousness, there's more knowledge and one is able to see more things. Now, in the West, they have heard this concept from the biblical perspective through the teachings of Jesus. When he said to them, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. When I grew up, I put my childish ways away. It's like learning one plus one is two. And with more consciousness, you learn that there's negative ones. And more consciousness, there are imaginary numbers. And more consciousness, and you say, I don't know if I can handle this. (laughs) (laughs) But Yeah. 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 And so, when you're on the right path, if your heart is sincere you open up. The soul's love is so strong for us, even when we feel such deep aches in our heart. The soul is there with the comfort. It never leaves us. That's why we hear the words, be still and listen. But I say from a perspective of a PAT teacher, be still and ask. Thanks a lot for sharing that wisdom with us. And this is the perfect time where we transition into the final round, which is called the wisdom round. Now, during this round, I will ask you a series of questions and you'll respond with nuggets of wisdom, just like in a rapid fire round. Are you ready? I'm ready. So during this round, our listeners will get ready to listen to nuggets of wisdom, get inspired and obtain actionable steps that they can take right away. My fellow yogis and chakra healers, in case you want to make notes, I strongly urge you to do so by taking out a notepad and a pen. So let's begin. What was the best advice you have ever received? The best advice I have ever received uh, is this. Many are the paths that lead to the feet of God. Choose that path which resonates with you and respect all others, for they all end at God. At My 7 Chakras, we strongly believe that great habits can dramatically enhance the quality of your life. So, if you had to recommend a personal habit that contributes to your intuition, what would that be? Meditate daily. Communicate daily with your soul. Be of service to others. Uplift a heart. Create a smile. See God in everyone and everything. That's what I recommend as a personal habit. Thanks a lot. So, George, what is your morning ritual? Please describe the first two hours of your day. Okay. My day starts pretty early. 
I get up around five. The first thing I do is I meditate. I'm an old yogi. What do you expect? After I finish meditating, I put in my key for my intuition, and I communicate with my soul for guidance. And then when I'm finished with that and sending healings and prayers for the world, I do the light affirmation, which I repeated earlier. I am the light. The light is within me. The light moves throughout me. The light surrounds me. The light protects me. I am the light. And I'll do the movements that go with that, and I'll do my astral geometries. And when I'm finished all of that, I bow down in gratitude to God for all that I have been given and the opportunity to serve. And that's how I start my day. Wonderful. It sounds like a really awesome day. I want to share with you that I as well love doing yoga. And I normally uh, do yoga three times in a week. I want to increase that practice. But as soon as I finish my yoga session, the bliss that I experience cannot be compared with any other exercise or any other practice. So thanks for reaffirming that. <laughs> yes, but also remember what Patanjali says in the Yoga Sutras. Do not be attached to the phenomena, for that is what distracts us. The feeling is a feeling. Feelings come and go. Holding on to that feeling means you stop allowing something else to come. So, yes, you feel good when you finish eating. You're stuffed. You can't move. But you have to. Otherwise, you won't be able to take any more food in. And you just can't say, I'm so full. That's all I need. I'm so full. And eventually it digests. And now you feel empty and hungry again. Now, we know that reading books can be really inspiring and life-changing. So, if you had to recommend one book for our listeners, what would that book be? I'm going to cheat because I'm going to offer not only a book, but I'm going to offer a CD All right. that Perfect. they should get. So the first book that I found that was very important, and it teaches us about the mind in our thoughts, and this is long before the New Age community started with their stuff. It's by James Allen. It's called As a Man Thinketh. It's packed with wisdom to help you tame your mind. This book is over 100 years old, and it is relevant to this day. It takes all of that information and condenses it down so that it's crystallized and easy to say, easy to understand. And one of the things he said, a man's mind is like a garden. Whether he puts seeds in it or let useless weed seeds blow in it, something will grow, for that is the law. In other words, be in control of your mind. And that's why I said, intuition is not what you think. It's what you don't think. It's natural. Everybody has it. Learn to use it consciously. You are the one who propels your ship and steers it. The soul guides you all along the way. The other thing that I would suggest for the listeners is to go to thedestinyoflight.com. That's Connie Newton's, the founder's website. And she has some CDs that are there that are available to the general public. And the one that I would suggest for them to, they're all good. But since we're talking about intuition in the soul, she does a lecture in front of 600 people at one point called A Conversation with the Soul. That's packed with teaching and information that will expand your knowledge of the soul. Now, I've listened to that 
over and over again at points. And in fact, I listened to it a couple of weeks ago, and I'm still amazed at the knowledge that she has put in there that is relevant and continues and will always be relevant. So I would recommend them to get that to listen, to learn, to understand. We are one with the soul, having that conscious contact, to do it willingly, to bring it in, to talk, to listen. That's the game changer, the mind and the access to the soul. There's so many things. She has wonderful things on that website, some of the talks that she has, some of the things that are there for people. It's just a great thing for them to to go in here. So Chakra Healers, you can find links to all the resources that we discuss about in the show notes. So George, I've truly enjoyed learning about your story and the stories that you shared were so inspiring. Before you go, tell us one thing that you're really grateful for today. Tell us the best way we can find you and then we'll say adios. Well, the best thing that I'm grateful for for today is that God has brought me peace, understanding, and another opportunity to reach out and say, I'm here to use my gifts to help you find yours. And you can find me at georgejames.org. So that's georgejames.org. Right. And I have a couple of articles on there for people to read, etc. But yes, that's how I can be found. And I look forward to hearing from them. Even though it's it's busy at times, but I will get back to an email if I'm sent one. So I invite them and welcome them. So George, thank you for coming on our show today and sharing those priceless nuggets of wisdom. I hope our paths cross again sometime really soon. You have a wonderful week ahead filled with inspiration, peace and happiness. And I thank you very much, Aditya, for giving me this opportunity to be of service to you and your listeners. And I wish them to have a wonderful day. And I do hope to see them in class real soon. God bless you all. Thank you. And have a wonderful time with life. You are listening to My 7 Chakras. Go to mysevenchakras.com. Download your free gift, get inspired, and take action. Transform your life today.